change It's like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and you're so good You're on Pastor Phil Welcome to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sears XM, Channel 154. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? You got the right station. Church on the Block, baby. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. And this is the last show that we've been dealing with, talking about black history through the eyes of West Africa, Ghana, West Africa. We are featured on a radio show in Ghana, and this is a recorded uh, show around our dialogue with a great uh, host there. And we're just talking about our experience in Ghana as Americans, and it's a morning show. And um, we believe, and Ghanaians believe, that African Americans, especially followers of Christ, coming back to Ghana can be the healing force to what... Uh, has happened in, in 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 all the tragedies in Africa and in America around slavery and African American uh, history. So check the show out. We hope that you consider going to Ghana. Definitely check out SankofaUS.com as they are a great organization to uh, dive into that trip. Yo, check out the show. Stay with us. Stay tuned. Church on the block. But the next conversation is to draw in art and faith, see where they connect and to see how we can use both of those. Uh, I mean, the phenomenon of art and the phenomenon of faith to ensure that we grow some leaders as well. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing here right here. From now till 10 a.m., we're going to be having that conversation with beautiful souls who are already seated in, um, uh, in the studios here of Class 91.3 FM. But we serve you the American breakfast now, all the way from Abraham Lincoln State. <laughs> Obama, State. Obama, State. Oh, Obama State now. Okay, Obama State. Obama State. Chicago. Uh, Chicago, Chicago where our special guest, Phil Jackson, is executive director at the House and the Firehouse Community Arts Center in Chicago. Terrence Foster yes. uh, is also uh, a life coach and a community leader at the House and the Firehouse Community Arts Center also in Chicago and there is Rush no so yes Rush I have to take I have to I have to take my time when I go this one but I'll do the Baldwin I know the Baldwin but help me with this one help me Roshana Roshana Baldwin there's a freelance broadcast journalist uh, podcaster uh, community leader and strategic media advisor guys we are so excited to have all of you in the studio yes grateful to be here with this American breakfast, you say? Yes, American <laughs> breakfast. We've just moved from a walk play. Do you know what a walk play is? No. Okay. Uh, do, you want, do you know what Banco is? Have you tasted Banco? Yes. Banco. Yes. We've had. Okay. Yes. So yes. that's uh, that's one of the staple food of the people of the Volta region. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, the lady who left, the guest who left is from the Volta region. Ah. So we served our people uh, yes. the Volta breakfast. Okay. This time, it's time for American time breakfast. time for American breakfast. Welcome yeah. to Ghana. First time here. First, First time. time First time. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm going to be asking you of your frank observation. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't mince words. He said frank. Frank, frank. conversation. Straightforward, Straightforward frank. conversation. I yes. want to know what you think of Ghana, your experiences so far. And yes, the high moments, people have shared the high moments with us. So I want the low moments Ooh. so that we can, yeah, yeah, I want uh, that. Oh. So that we can change it so that the next time when yeah, you're man. coming, we can fix it. Let me start off with Rashana on that one. Since they are pointing to you, everybody, everybody all the hands are pointing. My low moments. Yes. I am going to be super positive, but we came from the club last night. Okay. And I was not prepared to get out of the car when we were pulled over to be searched for drugs and uh, um, I, I guess it's just normal here in Ghana. We come back from a club, they're making sure that I guess we didn't have any okay. drugs, okay. weapons, your military police... Just mm. very nice and polite, but I was... You were shocked. I was so shocked. I've never had that happen in the States. I know my brothers... So it never happened in the States where you get checked for drugs. Well, it, it does, but we're not scared. women. I mean, not innocent. More so the guys. Yeah. Like the racial profile of the black, black men. Guy, yeah. black mm-hmm. men. I was, what, what, was it a bit rough? It was not rough, but I was a bit shocked. Were you scared? Yeah, I was scared. You were scared? I was scared. They pulled us over uh, casually, just get out, looked looked in the car. There was an Uber driver, Mm. and uh, all the passengers got out, but Mm. not the driver. And then he looked in my wallet. He patted me down. Then the ladies... You know, he, I guess, was, I was looking, making sure, you know, I'm from, I'm from the west side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Africa, yeah, 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 yeah. Side, <laughs> and being able to just observe, but mm. it was, um, so they will pull you over in the States and, uh, and especially white officers to believe that you have guns. So okay. mostly guns, where okay. the guns are, where the guns and drugs. And okay. they do that as racial profiling mm. in the States, but it's not a, it is not a, uh, uh, like a procedure, a, a yeah. usual procedure that right. you get. Right. You'll get you'll get random stop if okay. they're looking for guns or some shoot, some shooting took mm. place or some drugs. Mm. Been, they're trying to find somebody. Okay, and, uh, how about you, Phil? What your low moments? Oh my! Well, no, you know, I guess the the lowest moment is mm-hmm. the fact of how bogus America has been to Ghana. I bogus, guess bogus, meaning how 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 how. Um, uh, challenge how, how America has been unfair. America has been, uh, not right in, 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 in its relationship with Ghana. And, and, and a lot of the, uh, uh, leaders who've been with us, we came with an organization called SankofaUS.com. Okay. Who has been bringing, uh, African Americans from all over the country in the U.S., uh, for 20 years to Ghana. And the, um, the historians who've been with us have talked about how America has played a part in, uh, with the, we we'll say with the cocoa, uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm. to, uh, not allow uh, Ghanaians to get the right fair price. Mm-hmm. Different things like that, mm-hmm. right? Just a low moment. But, is, but is, 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 is that a fault of the Americans or America if you cannot price it well, if you cannot have the right to, right to price it yourself and get better gains? Is that yes, yes. But fault? I think I think in some regards it hasn't been that as much as it's okay. been we've taken. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden when, when Ghana said, no, we're going to price it ourselves. Mm-hmm. America said, okay, we don't want yours. And then they begin to say, according to the historian person, with us, your stuff is no good. Your, your cocoa is no good. And now it begins to shoot shots and beginning to see a, a pattern of that. So it hasn't been to me any low moments other than um, the conversations the, around yeah, yeah, conversations around how America has has, mm. has approached. And you know, we've been to the castles, we've been to the last bath, and the history there has also been okay. just as uh um heartfelt. I see. Heartfelt. How about you, Terrence? Um I can't say I really have had a lot of low, low points here. Okay. Um, some of the same stuff Phyllis said, you know, watching um, how 
everybody comes to 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 Ghana and mm-hmm. to Africa and take and take and take. Taking. That bothers me. Mm. You know, I, I've I've had the opportunity to go to Kenya and I've seen the same thing. Yeah. So to come here and to hear the stories of how everybody takes and takes and takes takes from who exactly? They take from the people. Okay. They take from the country. They take mm. from they take the minerals. They take everything. Mm. Um we went to we went to uh, one of the other the ladies that was with us. She wanted to go. In, we went to the mall and she wanted to go into the jewelry store. She says, I wonder how much it's going to cost. And I said, it's probably going to be a lot. And we went in there and it was an 18 karat gold chain. They wanted 600 U.S. for it. Was that too expensive? That's too expensive. Okay. But because they take the they take the gold from here. Yeah. And take it out. And bring it and, back. And bring it back. They got to sell it to us. Money yeah. right. With your own gold. I'm yes. like, what, what, what is this? Yeah, so that's it to Terrence. <laughs> that's the life. That's the life we're living. That's right. the life we're living. Right, and that right. teaches us something, value addition. And that's where we need to get to. But hey, that's aside what we're going to be discussing this time. Let's, let's get into that. But before we do all of that, the, 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 the real topic about art and faith and how we can turn that around uh, and get that into the young people so that we can grow some leaders. Tell me about what the house and the firehouse community art center is all about. Who takes that, Phil? So I'll take that. Yes. yes. Uh, and so our work at the firehouse community arts center is to interrupt the cycle of violence in the life of youth and young adults through the power of arts and faith. And okay. so we see the word art, A-R-T is um, art as redemptive transformation. Mm. You take an old building. We bought a Chicago fire station. It was a hundred years old and we transformed it to be redemptive and, 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 and empowering. Right. Wow. And so we see that in the lives of people. God created the entire world in an artistic way, right? We look at this building, it's artistic. These walls mm, aren't painted mm, mm. for no other reason other than the art. So art is all around us. And so young people, every generation has a different swag in how they see mm. art. And as we are alert to engage in the lives of young people, we must also, you may not necessarily appreciate it mm-hmm. because it's their culture at that time, but you must fan the flame of it and find a way in which young people can find their own capacity and competency in that aspect of the art. You come to Ghana, there's so much art everywhere we go. Oh my goodness. It puts America to shame with the mm. art. I mean, I mean, and, and the, from, from the, from the places we've been from, from Afrochella buying the art there to the other markets and, and how it's homegrown. It is not, uh, I mean, what we've experienced being mm. homegrown and the reality of the beauty coming from, coming from nothing, creating yeah. something from yeah. nothing. We took an abandoned building, created something from nothing to make it. And that's, that's the beauty of art. God took a, a void earth and mm-hmm. created mm-hmm. beauty. There's beauty mm-hmm. in the earth, the beauty in the tree beauty in the in, in the in nature and so wow. all artists all around us if we open our eyes how 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 before i go to uh, roshana on this one how have they accepted it to to say that look yeah a lot of people would appreciate art in their own way but the fact that you are bringing a concept of faith to it how have they accepted it? i'm asking this because i mean in the very some developed countries they they are they've become a bit liberal in a way that they would not want to merge, see anything faith. And if I'm, if I want to understand what you're saying, God, mm-hmm. faith, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they want, no, don't, art is art, creativity is creativity. Do not bring God in there. People do not appreciate it and all of that. How, how have you suffered with that? Well, I'm just going to say, I think that's a white European epistemology. That is a white theology of mission. <laughs> the white folks came and put that on Africans. White folks have put that on African Americans. That is not how God sees it. Mm. God. 
created the earth, the entire earth. And he said it was good. Um, uh, you know, all that we there, there's a whole passage in, in, in scripture where there was a person whose name who God affirmed this man's gifts in mm-hmm. craftsmanship mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's in, in Exodus chapter 31, verse three. So there's a there's a lot of art that's affirmed. So there's been a separation because other folks have said secret sacred and secular do not mesh, but mm-hmm. sacred, sacred and secular are meshing. I don't get up in the morning and this is not a holy shirt. Right. This is a regular shirt with Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, Nipsey Hussle. Right? Yeah, this I got that. I see that. You know? <laughs> so so, so we, we can't separate God over here and then everything else over here. God is mm. meshed. Jesus walked the streets of people. He didn't walk the golden streets of heaven on earth. He walked where people were living life. People mm. were doing what they do naturally. And so I say that art must mimic faith. Mm. Faith must mimic art. When you hear a preacher, you don't want a preacher to speak in a way that's not artistic. You know, and so mm. I, I, I say all of that right. because there's been a horrific uh, um, a violation mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. bring in to say this must separate this way, this must separate this way. A baby, Cornel West said this, a baby is born between feces and urine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. A baby, a beautiful child. Right. A beautiful child is not thrown out because is born between two most uh, dirtiest parts of our body. Mm-hmm. A baby is born between this. So it is with art. Art is born between sacred and secular. Mm-hmm. And I think there's been mm-hmm. a major injustice theologically by white missionaries or white European epistemology study of knowledge and theology to give that separation. I see. So l- let's get into the arts. So for instance, I hear Dana White the owner of uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship yes, UFC. Yes, Dana White. Dana White. Yes. Say that, you know, if like... Um, Tyson Fury will also give, always give thanks to God after uh, each fight. Uh-huh. Uh, you also have uh, one other guy who is now trying to get into the heavyweight now, um, who will also do same after uh, the fight if he wins. And Dana White says, no, you know what? People do not want, people are here to enjoy, the, you know, your creativity. Don't come and be saying thank you to God here. Leave your God at home. That's where I'm coming from. Uh-huh. That's where I'm coming from, where some developed countries are too liberal mm. to accept faith into the, the, their creative space. That's where I mean, this is happening in, in, in America, if you like. Yeah. So talk to me about that and that notion where people do not want to bring God into that creative space. I think it's unfortunate because we, it's always a separation. They say church and state, separation church and state. Like we don't longer pray in the schools anymore. They mm-hmm. do that at the schools in America. Um, it's absolutely needed. And I think that's why we have so many issues and uproar, especially in America and right. communities. We saw football players praying before they would go. Is it Tebow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praying before they would go on the field. So I think it's absolutely necessary and needed um, to connect to your faith and mm. connect to God and uh, infuse, uh, connect to the spiritual, the highest calling. Mm. So it's mm. absolutely needed to channel that energy to give thanks to our creators. So. I see. We have to have a touchable faith, especially young people today, right? Okay. There's a phrase I use called churchianity. Okay. Which is a lot about the church, not about faith, mm. not about walking in faith, mm. in, especially as we talk about uh, uh, followers of Christ in the context of of how faith must be touched. There's no longer this generation going to mm-hmm. just listen to you talk and believe. Mm-hmm. It's got to be what are you practically putting in my life to make this make sense? Because what I'm experiencing is not what I'm hearing in a sermon. Okay, right. uh, I leave this church and I'm going right back to no job. I have no money. Um, situations are crazy at home. I don't see how this faith works. We have to have a touchable faith. There was a man in the Bible named Thomas, who they called Doubting Thomas. He's just a regular young guy. I, I see in my, my career, youth ministry, where he said, 
I've been with Jesus for these many years. When Jesus died and rose from the grave, he right. said, um, I'm not going to believe until I can touch him. And then when Jesus said, here I am, he didn't, he didn't, uh, uh, dis, he didn't disrespect Thomas. Mm-hmm. He said, you believe because you touch others are going to believe because they don't. Mm-hmm. In other words, he messed the liberal piece you talked about. He messed, he messed the reality that you want a touching faith. You want a faith that you can touch and feel. And I think that's where the arts significantly mm-hmm. make I think You're listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip hop, the church and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM 154. Come right back. We got more in store. Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Let's go to Terrence now. You're a life coach. Yes. And uh, I, I followed one, John C. Maxwell. Uh, yes. I don't know if you, you have yes, as I well. John C. John C. Maxwell. Again, you, you have spoken to a lot of people, gone into their lives, helped them uh, on this journey of, if you like, art and also faith. Tell me about what you have seen and dealt with on you know, f- frequently you've, you, what you have dealt with. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we experience in America mm-hmm. is as African-Americans, we've lost the culture of who we are. Okay. Right. And so we're, what we're looking at is a generation of young people who's com- probably completely lost and they don't know which direction they're going mm-hmm. in. So my goal, one of my jobs, I've been them. I've been the guy that's been out there doing stuff, getting in trouble. So what I do is I go back to them and let them know, hey, I've been where you've been. I've done what you've done. I'm here to walk alongside you. One of the things Phil tells this story of the of the elephants, mm-hmm. how they had these young wild yes. elephants running around, running around tearing up the village, and then they put what was it two adult two adult male mm-hmm. elephants mm-hmm. out there to control the younger ones, and then when they put those out there, <laughs> the younger elephants got in line. Right. Wow! So one of the things uh, you always say is when. When real men stand up, boys will sit down. Yeah, so that's my yeah. job. My job is to be a real man in their life. If I, for some, maybe a father figure to mm, show them love, mm. to guide them, to 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 be a positive male impact in their life. Mm. And, and role so models. lots of issues with identity. I believe it's it's a lot of issue, issues with identity. Right. Mm, yeah. Mm. Right. I see. Let's let's come to you. You've done a lot in the space. You're a journalist, freelance podcaster as well. What what do you what do you what do you do more on the podcast though? I mean, what's your topic? My like? topic. So my podcast is called Someone You Need to Know. So I interviewed okay. and I continue to interview people around the country, around the world, making an impact in society in a respective field. It's like everyday heroes. These two mm. guys. So they're a typical guest who I would reach out to, mm. find them, come across them on whether social media in the community. Like you're doing some impactful work in the social justice space and arts and faith. Why isn't anyone telling your story? Why yeah. is it mainstream media covering your story? You're, you know, you're making an impact in society on another whole other level. So I've interviewed from former NFL players to um, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in in and around the country to artists um, to actors who you see in. Um, Main, you know, mm. in the uh, larger Hollywood. So okay. that's what my podcast is about. Someone you need to know. Definitely follow it. Shameless plug. Rashad okay. Baldwin. Someone you need to know. Um, so that's what I do more of. My background is broadcast journalism. So I've done TV and right. I've done hosting. So it's mm. a mixture of those. I see. So again, you have also 
spoken to a lot of people who from very challenging backgrounds, loss of identity, they don't really know what to do. Also the confusion with the phenomenon of art and faith. Mm-hmm. L- l- let me get into your mind this morning oh, on what they <laughs> said, get into our mind. This this morning so you can tell me what's what the death of the confusion is and what you have heard from them and what you feel the solutions will be as well. Well, I'm a millennial, right? And yes. I think the biggest thing in Chicago is that I've seen millennials not feeling connected to the church, right? Mm-hmm. We have so many churches on the south and west sides of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, that's also in the media as the two areas that you don't visit, that you don't go to, that has issues. And you would think there's so many churches in these hoods, in these uh, urban neighborhoods that we all come from. They're from the west side, from the south side. South you know, side. Millennials say, why isn't these churches open? I don't feel connected to mm-hmm. what Pastor Phil was saying. And it was, you know, oftentimes talked about there was a massive exodus from mm-hmm. the church. Millennials not feeling connected to the church. To the church. And I think that's been the issue. They don't mm. feel connected. It's not so much about a religion yeah. or Christianity or Islam. It's like, you have all these churches. It's almost like a what do y'all call it here? A pharmacy for every corner on the South and West <laughs> right. Church. But we still have these issues. So why should I turn to this organized religion? To you don't think they are just excuses? No. Or they they are, these are germane concerns that we... Main concerns, not mm. feeling connected. My parents are baby boomers. So they grew up, I was taught like church was where you organize, where the social civil rights issues start. I mean, not issues, sorry. Where people went to church to organize everything. Church was the center of everyone's being, mm-hmm. organizing, community activism. A lot of our movement started in the church and has since gone and left. Mm. But you see all these storefront churches on the south and west sides not serving the community. Absolutely. And then when you want us to come, us younger folks to come to the church, there is no reason. There is no purpose. I'm coming to church to hear to get Bible bashed and beat up with the Bible. Mm-hmm. But what am I getting out of it? Right. Mm. That's been the issue. That's like, what is the, what purpose is these churches serving? And many of these churches on in our neighborhoods are not open to the community. Okay. Only on Sundays. That's been an issue. So it's a few pastors like Pastor Phil and other mm. pastors that we work with who are opening their church to I do see. these different type of activities, arts, social justice mm. causes, because arts have been removed out of our public schools. So I love to see when folks like these guys are trying to infuse the two and use that space, the church mm. or the firehouse to bring back arts, to do social justice work, to make us feel connected and want us to be viable, thriving citizens, mm. men and women. I see. It, it, again, so let me take it from where, where she she left off in terms of asking questions. Yeah. Yes, when I come to the church, it's about the Bible, it's about God, but... After, after it or what's, what's, what's in it for me? Is it a good question to even ask? Or you think that, well, they are at a point where those questions would have to linger. So the, the question is a good question. There is, there is always a movement of each generation, mm-hmm. right? You have, um, the hippie generation in America. Mm-hmm. Folks were hippie, you know, and, and the Jesus movement with mm-hmm. all of that, right? And then you have, um, a void. You find even in music, you find in, 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 in the States, Thomas Dorsey, who's considered to be the godfather of gospel music. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was a blues player. And when he brought the blues, the, the, the instruments into the church, the church demonized him. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe he thought that was liberal. But now what do you have? Synthesizers in church, drums in church, right? Guitars in church, basses in church. When but lately we've even, I, I even heard some bashing, uh, for Kirk Franklin as well. At some, at a point, there was something that huh. he did. I, I don't know whether I'm not acknowledging anything, God, when he went to pick another award or something uh, to say a lot of people, conservatives saying that, look, 
his ways are not, they are too liberal now. Mm. So we still have those issues so, we're dealing with. I mean, I think the reality is, is that we serve a God, right? Who came from heaven to earth um, to meet us right where we were at, to mm-hmm. take us where God would have us to be. If liberal is meeting young people, meeting anybody right where they are to take them where God would have them to be, then maybe you don't understand the Christian faith. Period. The end. Because Christ, who is incarnation, he was God. He came from God, came from heaven to earth. Who wants to do that? Who wants to come from heaven to earth? You know, my mother's past. She's in heaven. She's not going to come back down to earth. She's in heaven. But, to, but here's God right. saying, I, I love these people mm-hmm. so much who mm-hmm. I created. I'm willing to mix it up with them in the garbage and the nonsense and the junk that they deal with mm. to meet them right there, to walk with them until they get it, wow. until their identity is associated with who I created them to be. So how dare we then say, I've got to put this in this particular box and this particular box and then label them as liberal when we have a God who came into the muck and the mire mm. of his own creation. People who spit at him, people who who were drinking, getting high, wilding out, um, uh, uh, challenging uh, authority. Yeah. Um, nothing is new under the sun, even yes. the young people we serve now. And so in the same context, if our churches are preaching institutions, mm-hmm. then they become inefficient. Our churches must become holistic, restorative institutions. Mm. Well, we are saying, yes, we do preach the word. We do open the Bible. We do uh, the things to empower people. But we also help people help, help people who need food to get mm. food. We help people who need to learn how to create a job because they want to feed their family. We want to teach people farming. We also want to be a way in which we meet people right where they are to take, take them where God would have them be. And that's one of the reasons why we infuse the arts and hip hop. We infuse hip hop into mm. that because hip hop is going to keep it real. Yeah. Hip hop is going to be real. And it has to be in touch with the, this generation yes. so that they, they, are, they are not disconnected. Yes. I see. All right. So a time check here is 9.31 a.m. right here on Class 91.3 FM. This is the Class Morning Show. It's a Friday and so we're serving you with uh, some American breakfast, as I said. And we have folks from the the house and the firehouse community art center in Chicago and of course, a freelance broadcast journalist and, and podcaster as well, and a community leader, and also a strategic media advisor. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh-huh. You're a big woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You're a big yeah. woman. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's, let's come to Terrence now. What's the module like where you get to walk them through, for instance, when they come to the community center for help? Yeah. What and what do you do? All right. So my, my role as we call we call us navigators. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we have an outreach department. The outreach is out in the streets. They're out in the community. They're they're where the people are. Mm-hmm. So they build relationships with the young people, with the community. They find young people that might be ready for programming or life coaching, and then they bring them to me. And when they bring them to our, to the navigators. Our job is to build with the one-on-one. Mm. So I started getting to know who they are, starting to break down the walls that they've built up. Or, you know, uh, we, we like we would have a guy that might come. He was not going to talk. He's not going to talk. He's not going to share. So my job, I start building with him. I start spending time with a one-on-one. I start running different programming with him to help him deal with some of his inner trauma that he mm. may not even know that he has. Um, I take him out. Take them to do stuff. I feed them, right? You got to feed people. Yeah. People yeah, like to yeah, eat, yeah. right? So <laughs> I feed them, mm. right? With your so, own money or there are some funds available at the community funds center? Funds yeah. right, right, yes, right. yes. Okay. okay. And, and so I, my job is to give them a different experience in life. Mm-hmm. And then I start to ask, one of the questions that I ask, I ask a couple of different questions. 
What do you want your legacy to be when you're no longer here on earth? Mm. What do you want people to say about you? And what motivates you? So then I can find out what I can do to start helping guide them Mm. in the right direction. Mm. So that's what it's like for me. I I had a young guy named Vakis. Okay. I met him when he was 15 years old and I had been working with him as a mentor. And so then I left that, that job, but I kept in touch with him via social media. Then Phil moves into that same in that neighborhood on that block. And I say, come on, let's jump in the car. We ride down the street <laughs> and you see a bunch of young people just outside. They're, they're, do, they're gambling, they're, right. they're shooting dice, shooting dice, right, right. <laughs> smoking marijuana, and they're just hanging out. And I, I roll the window down and I say, Vikees. And he looks up and I say, it's me, Terrence. Come here real quick. I say, I say, Pass, this is Pastor Phil. Remember Pastor Phil? He said, yeah. I said, he's going to live right there on the corner. So mm. now him and Phil starts to connect. They yeah. start to build. Phil gets him into the firehouse program. But I wasn't working. I've always been a volunteer with mm, Phil. And then mm. I, I decided to come on staff after we we talked about it. And, mm. and so when I came on, they had Vikees in the program, but they were putting him through it again. And they said mm. he was real quiet yeah. until I came. <laughs> wow. Now we can't keep the boy quiet. Yes. Right? Because I've already started Stole to build that relationship right, with with them, and so they they we crack jokes and they I call him my son. Okay, right? okay, okay. Um, and you know now he's on staff with us. Wow, now he works with us. Now he goes back into his community and he grabs his guys that he was hanging out with, and he brings them to the program now and say, "Hey, these guys are ready for program." Mm. I see. Let me come to Roshana now. Look, the point is, look, at at some point, a year is now called a year, right? Kanye West. I started speaking largely about, you know, people who are manning establishments and that are influencing a lot of people, whether in the wrong way or in ways that are a bit destructive. Are you one of those advocates who want to say that, look, let's raise godly people to man these establishments so it can we can have the trickle down effect or we should go disseminating this information about art and the relevance of god in it and just keep going which one would you go for and walk me through (laughs) um i would take the latter i think we should disseminate the information to the people if Mm. that makes sense i think i get what you're saying um i think i still love yay yeah, no, I'm not saying that I don't love Ye. Ye came out to expose some of these yes. things. Yes. Whether or not they are true or not, sure. we understand that there are people who are not godly as well mm-hmm. and godly people who are also holding some of these establishments. And because there's a trickle-down effect where they want to then implant these these ideas, these things that they believe in into the young people, mm. it's only okay to raise godly people rather to you know also own these establishments so that they preach God. They preach God in even the arts and all of that. So I'm asking, which one would you think that, of course, in America, like uh, like this, would you, would you want to grow people, I feel, who take over Sony? And to say that, okay, once I've taken over Sony, I can now preach the gospel through the things we do and all of that. Or you just feel that, let's go around preaching the gospel and, of course, also through arts uh, as we're doing. I think people more like feel, I would say, grabbing people from mm. the community and having mm. them become free thinkers and not just follow these establishments and mm. become slaves to these establishments yes. or slaves to religion yeah. or slaves to politics. Yes. I think the goal is always to grab people from our community that look like us in this room 
to be independent, to be free thinkers, to be entrepreneurs, mm. to be successful, mm. not being doctrine or held hostage to this one belief. Um, but at the end of the day, it's always about doing good in the community and giving praise to God mm. and the creator. Mm. So being free thinkers, individualistic, having your own ideology, your mm. ideas and thoughts. Mm. So that's what I was well, I see. We'll be right back with Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come back with us. What did he say? I missed that. Did you hear something you need to hear in full? Not a problem. Get the podcast and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Holyculture.net slash podcast. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? You got the right station. Holy Culture Radio, Channel 154, Sirius XM, Church on the Block, baby. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. And this is the last show that we've been dealing with, talking about black history through the eyes of West Africa, Ghana, West Africa. We are featured on a radio show in Ghana, and this is a recorded uh, show around our dialogue with a great uh, host there. And we're just talking about our experience in Ghana as Americans, and it's a morning show. So check the show out. We hope that you consider going to Ghana. Definitely check out SankofaUS.com as they are a great organization to uh, dive into that trip. Yo, check out the show. Stay with us. Stay tuned. Church on the Block. How about you? About you? The same question. So repeat the question again. Repeat so you see, what I'm saying is that, so when I own an establishment that has a lot of young people, right, it's better to say that because I'm godly and I be, believe in the things of mm-hmm. God and I'm a promoter of the arts as well, mm-hmm. it's easier to, you know, give you. off that you. energy and you. to sell the idea of God while we are also helping them in the community. Right. Right. But again, if I'm ungodly, I'll still share the same things with them. Sure. So they'll grow, maybe living on the things I believe in, which will be deadly and destructive. Right. There's I, also, I, right. I, I believe that there is a need to have um, folks who are balanced in their relationship with God, mm-hmm. specifically folks who follow Christ in the context of that, meaning that um, you don't want to preach at people. Okay. You want to, you want to be with the people, okay. right? Uh, Christ was with the people. And in so doing, we, we call ourselves with the work we do. So our work at the fires, we hire, recruit young men and young women who are most likely to shoot somebody or to get shot. And so we have a journey with you, walk with you. I am not the same person I am now. Uh, when I married my wife 37 years ago, mm. and, but we stuck together and in our journey, we got better. So it is with God. As you journey with young people, they will observe. Oh, wow. How do you respect that person? How you work with that person? They will see God in your actions. Yep. Not so much because you every few minutes said, you better pray. You better do this. You better do that. And so in your actions, especially in America, where again, it's over church and it's over. And I'm seeing that happening seemingly in some areas in Ghana mm-hmm. where it seems like it's over church. And there's a, there's what, a, what you say over church. What does it mean? I mean that there's mm-hmm. more, there is more, um, promotion of a person who is then that leader that is a particular word that they may give that's different than any other word. And in that, in, in so doing, it creates, um, only a dependent on that person, mm. dependence on that preacher, dependence on that spot yeah. versus you being critical about, let me study the Bible myself. Let me, let me, let me, let me, I can follow a person. And man, that was powerful, but let me learn and grow. In America, we have so much of that. We have so mm. much uh, popular pastors, right? And they, and, and they, 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 they've taken off. And, and 
and, and yet there's the substance is not there. It's like it's like the wind. It's like the air, like grass with the air. So, so once the man is gone, the the poster man is gone. Everything is gone as well with him. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 what that person brought didn't stick. Mm. It, it didn't mm. stick. And so the reality of having um, that type of faith, young people see that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that, man. That's not really real. But if I'm walking with you, journeying with you, mm. Christ journeyed with twelve dudes. You imagine. 12 people were with you for three years, all your life, every day. They would get on your last nerve. They would be, they would be bugging you out, but you journey with them. Now, when those men, when Christ died and rose from, they changed the world. Mm, but Without they, understanding. He didn't see that from the beginning. Yes. They didn't see that from the beginning. They was wild and they was crazy. They was not getting, they'd ask crazy questions. Let me, let me sit on your right side. Let me sit on your left side. That's not for me to give. So as God... But he didn't cut him off. He mm-hmm. said, how dareth thou mm-hmm. speaketh to me mm-hmm. thou with that way? He said, you know, that's not for me to give. He had a conversation. He journeyed with him. He believed in him as God. He believed. Mm. If I believe God is in me, then I, I don't have to have every exact word to be that way. I just have to live in a godly way where it becomes contagious. Wow. becomes contagious. So if I'm contagious in my actions because I'm real, because mm. they see me in the car, my wife and I arguing, and though I may be right, um, uh, <laughs> the woman's always right. I, I'll say, you know, babe, I'm sorry. Right. And they stay in the back seat mm-hmm. and they say, wow, we see real human beings love God in an argument, apologizing, loving each other. I don't see that. Wow, I wonder if God is in that. Mm-hmm. Now we can have a dialogue versus me preaching to you. You must love your wife and obey. But I don't see y'all doing that. Yeah. They want a touching yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. Again, a touching mm-hmm. faith. And so that's my own. Uh, uh, my, my, my theology is that, that we must create spaces. So don't preach it, live it. Live it. More is caught than what is taught. More is caught than what is taught. If I sat here all day and watched how you do the instruments, I may catch something. But if you sat in a classroom and taught Tell me, me. it would take me forever. But if I'm watching, push this button, Phil, press that button, get the headphones, okay, talk close to the mic. Then I would like learn it more practically. Mm. That's how faith must be lived out. And so that's what I mean. If I'm leading an organization, a person of faith, that's true. I love that. I think that's powerful. But that same person of faith must live it out in such a way where it's not bashing it right. and where it's not uh, creating a sense that I don't want a God like mm. that. If that's how God's going to be. I want to just, you know what? I'm broke today. Christ I'm, was the best life coach day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Christ got mad. Mm-hmm. Christ threw some people out the church. You know, you know, and he, there was some lashings too. You know, yes. yeah. turn, turn some tables yeah, over. You need to throw some people out the church Absolutely. today. Yes. <laughs> so for me, it's also the recognition that there are such challenges here in the system. Are there plans to want to come here to do anything um, to change some minds as well? What's 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 it like? What is going to be like? Or you're just going to assess the situation, go and prepare and come back or you've seen it already so one of the plans that we have Mm -hmm. uh phil wants to for the firehouse we want to create a program where we can bring our young people over here right okay so remember when i talked about uh african americans having a loss of culture a loss of identity well, how do we find our identity? We got to come back home to the motherland. To the motherland. Yes. Yes. We have to see who the ancestors were, what the ancestors have gone through, what the people here are doing, mm. who the people are, and then we can start to understand who we are. Yeah. So that's one of our goals is to to bring our young people here. Okay. To see, to understand, and to to walk in the steps of the ancestors. I see. It's, it's so much disconnect with young people in Africa. All they know of is civil rights movement. A little bit, maybe they know. 
or the poverty commercials, right? Yeah, yeah. In Africa, kids got flies on themselves. They don't see the the industry. They don't mm. see the root. They don't see and understand the culture. And Absolutely. To know the 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 you know uh, uh, Drake has a song started from the bottom. Now yeah. we're here. We really started yeah. from the top. Now we're here, right? right? Yeah. And so the context of flipping that, uh, going through a ceremonial kind of rites of passage process. So mm. that's key. But what was key for us? is always to be with the people, mm, to yeah. sit with the people, not to come and say, we got this great idea from America. We think you ought to do this. No, no. we haven't been here enough mm. to sit and then say, you know what? What if could this possibly work out? Maybe so. But we want to learn first. We, right. we, we are learning so much and I'm still trying to absorb it. Once we learn and we build the right relationship, then organically, we would great. love to bring mm. healing, whatever space that looks like. We know what we need in our in the States, mm. what impact will bring guys here. Right. But we yet have learned what it really right. means to right. bring it bring it back. And then to create some partnerships. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, the artist Jadenda talks about mm-hmm. having a highway back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, so we 85 want to Africa. 85 to Africa. <laughs> we want to have that highway mm-hmm. where, where, you know, I was sitting with with the guys who are been, who have been our security and our, our tour guys from from Ghana, and I was telling them, you guys got to come right. to the states. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to come see what the ancestors went through mm-hmm. over yeah. there. So, so since we've been here, they you know we've heard the stories. You all are the lost children of the ancestors. Mm-hmm. You're right. You all need to come over come there and also to see, see what the yourself. ancestors yes. went through there, so you can understand us. Mm. We got to hear each other's stories. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Roshana, are there any plans, um, partnership with podcasters here? Any media house you want to work she with? To have you on her show? Absolutely. Wow. I'll have you on my podcast. I'll be so yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm working on that. That is the goal. So I wanted, I'm, I talked to some of the guys they were mentioning, mm-hmm. our um, tour guides and even Sankofa, to have them explain and share the journey and the okay. history right. and the work they're doing here in mm-hmm. Ghana and uh, Sankofa U.S. Shout mm-hmm. out to Lenise yes. Flag, Thomas Flag, and yes. Bishop Davis uh, yes. for bringing us here. So absolutely, mm-hmm. to sh- uh, you know, share that connectivity and also connect with the media. I see. How media is done differently here I see. and how you tell the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's, there's a message here. Hi, Koku. Please ask the guys what similarities they see in Accra with downtown Chicago. Um, big them up for the work they do in Chicago. Black on black crime is real. Uh, I know Chicago very well. And that's uh, Jones Latte sending that one in. What's what are the similarities? Black on black crime? No, no. I mean, Down just let's start. Let, 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 let's let's just start off with similarities between gotcha. uh, Accra okay. and downtown Chicago. Any similarities? Any? Um, I would say the busyness. I don't. Yeah. I would say I would say more so the busyness, the hustle and bustle. Mm. Um, downtown Chicago is very lucrative. Mm. It is a lot of high end, pricey. Um, rich people. So I would say the comparison I've seen is the busyness, the stores, mm. um, the c- consumerism, yeah. trying to sell you a chain and <laughs> yeah. for a gazillion dollars. <laughs> the traffic. <laughs> the traffic. Yeah. The traffic. Yeah. They do uh, that in Chicago? Like, I mean, in traffic? Oh, yeah. No. There's plenty of traffic oh, downtown. Traffic. Plenty of traffic. No, driving I'm, busy is super busy. That's what okay. we're in terms of traffic. Okay. I don't know. I was thinking you saying selling in the traffic. No. no. <laughs> well, well, we, do, we do have people who sell at the lights. <laughs> just like here. Okay. Water. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. types of snacks so, and stuff. Okay. Or they just bump money. Right. So, they yeah. Want they want right. some money. Okay. <laughs> well, not in downtown Chicago. You wouldn't see anyone selling at the, at the street no. lights. No. Not, at, not Maybe downtown. Maybe in our hood. 
hoods. Maybe yeah, on the southwest side, you see I people see. at the streets selling mm. or at the traffic lights yeah. coming up to you. Yeah. yeah how yeah. how about the, the black on black crimes that the heating spoke about? Is, is that something? Is it getting? You know, is the data I mean, coming down? There was well, over six hundred murders last year. Wow. Twenty two in Chicago which the year before it was around four something. So it's increased uh, in our particular area where we serve it has been down 34%. Wow. So, but it, 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 some of it is about these younger kids, man, who was clout chasing. We call it clout chasing. Mm. They're just trying to get a name for themselves for, I don't, I don't know what, what reason. reason. They're not going to be on a radio show. They're not going to be on a television show, but in their click, they will have a little mm. juice because they have done something. And um, stealing cars has been um, predominant. There's a whole area in, in on the west side. They call it Kia Village or something where they sell all these Kias and they put wow. them in this area. But there is a lot of, um, you know, reasoning behind mm. a lot of that. Mm. And, about trauma. Hmm? And, and trauma. And trauma. From these kids. From these kids. Mm. So, you know, and I know you want to say something too. Yeah. I'm going to say this real quick. Um, so one of the things we see, right? So let's say I, me and Phil are enemies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we get into a fight and now we start shooting at each other. And I come through and I, I try to kill Phil, but I kill his friend Rashana. Mm-hmm. Now, all of their friends are going to want to come back and kill me because I killed one of their friends. They're going to want revenge. Mm-hmm. And so nobody, nobody's working to heal that trauma okay. and, yeah. and, and, and teaching them how to get through that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm. and so that it continues a cycle. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's even crazy is that we might have went to elementary school together. Yeah. And now we now we're opposite parents. Yeah. I um, see. It's not sort of the narrative. I hate the, like we always try to spell it, especially the journals. Like it's not yeah. necessarily a thing of black on black crime. Mm. Chicago is still diversely, racially separated. So okay. we the person I'm living next to is my neighbor who happens to be black. So I'm not intentionally the crime is not happening because he's black. black. Like we don't say white right. on white crime mm. when these guys <laughs> go shoot up schools. Mm. It's never a white it just happens to be. It's True. That our neighborhoods are still black, white, Asian over here. Latino, so it's, right. yeah, yeah, so it's not necessarily like that's narrative that that narrative we need to change is mm. black on black crime, right? Is it is it is it so you want it changed as in the naming or the practice? Because the practice, again, if you look at the data, you're looking at not a white shooting. It's right. black, right? It's 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 there. And that narrative that the is out there, right? Ah, it's, it's so black. Like it's intentional. Like we're intentionally killing, killing each other because ah, I don't like his yeah, black I mean, skin. You know, I mean, more so focusing huh. on the issues of the right. lack of resources, the lack of education, yeah. health issues, um, health violence, mm. gun violence. We, if you talk about the black on black violence, which that doesn't exist, mm. it's more so we're talking about the educational injustices, the health injustices, the lack mm. of food, which results in our neighbors being black. So I'm going to attack field mm. or go out the field because mm-hmm. I'm going through other shit. I was cursed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all have a dump button on here. But it's like the lack of what's happening in our neighborhood right. that we don't have access to that causes us to want to retaliate mm, or have these mm, beefs mm, or whatever's going on. So it's not right. necessarily the narrative of this black on black crime. My neighbors just happen to be black because our areas in Chicago are still diversely segregated. But yeah. it is a deterioration of black on black of, of black love and black mm-hmm. self. Yes. And so you end up having this indirectly a hater hate you hate your own self for, for that same. But it is because of other elements that cause that to happen. Mm. 
I see. Um, we're, we're, we're running out. Uh, we're going to be here forever. No, we still <laughs> we're hijacking the station. I we're know. coming in. American breakfast forever. <laughs> for, till eternity. And lunch and till eter- eternity. But uh, I'm going to be asking uh, because I'll be playing maybe one of your favorite songs. So just uh, keep that in mind. Ah. Uh, would you want to say that now so that I'll look for that before we do the final uh, words as well? Any song you want played for you guys? Shine uh, bright like a diamond by Rihanna. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll do that. Okay, but have you visited any churches, Christian groupings and all that uh, no. because of what you do? Not, no. Not while we're here. Mm. Uh, not that we are opposed to that. Okay. It just was the timing was scheduled mm. with Sankofa for various other other uh, uh, things to do. And I think because of being in church ourselves mm-hmm. and where we are mm-hmm. at was already a natural place to, to be. Mm-hmm. It was not necessarily on the scope of things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we can go to church mm-hmm. in, 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 um, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do what we were in Ghana for only a short time. If I was here for months, perhaps I would have to go. Yeah. Love recommendations. Cause I, I actually would love to see how yeah. church is done here in Ghana. Okay. All right. Maybe yeah. that could give you also you could share with them. So when, when you're back, probably do that because I'm open for anything that draws the, the young people to God. All righty. Yeah. So that the church opens up the more so that it's not, uh, you know, Bible meetings all the time. There are things and we have done so well here yeah. to yeah. do exactly that. Today you have a lot of people. I could show you videos of uh, young people doing, you know, rap yeah. in church. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's yeah. drama. There's awesome. music, you know, they're dressing this way to church and all that is opened. And I'm not, I'm not joking about wow, that. I could good. send you to churches where they're dressed, some tattoos. Casual. I mean, yeah. we have ear piercings and all that. So it's opened now. The only thing for me is for us to be conscious about it so that the goal is not missed. Yes. If it's the goal, then we, no matter how long it takes us, Correct. we have to there get to go. that point. Yeah. Being, no matter how being patient, patient as God been that. patient with us Absolutely. on our journey. We Evolving in our relationship right, with the Lord right. as we grow in that space as well. It's been an exciting one. We can't wait to have you back uh, in the country. When you come, let's do business. Let's do partnerships with the station as well. Final words. Yes. Let me start off with Terrence. Final words before we let you go. Final words. Um, I love Ghana. Mm. I can't wait to come back again. And uh, thank you all for having me. Indeed. How are Shana? Beautiful country, mm. beautiful experience. Um, want to definitely thank our buddy Donald T. Pongo from yes. MTV News, okay. Southside on Chicago, yes. who put the call out and he said, "Come out." Chicago showed up to Ghana, like what it do? Mm. Shout out to Sankofa U.S. Right, uh, Lanice. Thomas Flagg and Bishop mm. Davis for bringing us here. Mm. And follow me on my podcast, Someone You Need to Know, or Rashonda Baldwin, anywhere on social media. I'm Googleicious. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to share this little story. There was, right. a, there was a guy I was playing basketball with one time, and we were hooping. And um, as we're playing basketball, um, I'm asking him, I'm saying, man, you go to church anywhere? You know, I'm just you know, hooping. He said, man, church is like chewing gum. I said, what do you mean? He said, there's a lot of movement. Never any progress. We must be a church that creates that space for young people to see their progress in their in, in, in our own life as Christ has created that progress in our own. You know, this is uh, I'm Pastor Phil, yeah. uh, founder CEO of the Fire Community Art Center. All right, and so that is you. the voice of Phil Jackson, Executive Director of the House and the Firehouse Community Art Center in Chicago. Terrence Foster, Life Coach and Community Leader of uh, the Firehouse Community Art Center. And Roshana Baldwi is freelance broadcast journalist, podcaster, community leader, strategic media advisor. They were my special guests this morning. We cannot say a very, very big thank you enough. Thank you very much indeed. Same journey as well. 
Thank you for listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Back here next week, same time, same channel, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, channel 154. Come with us.